of the living geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to half-ass talk about Raw and SmackDown and some other stuff, but this is mostly going to be a mailbag show, and we might even have a special guest. What does that even mean? That means people send you mail and you read it. Mail time! Basically, here's the mail. Um, I can't remember the rest of the Blue's Clues song, so oh well. Uh, My name is John, and I have been called... A bit of a celebrity in the podcasting community. Okay, context. And my co-host, as always, is the Fandango to my Tyler Breeze. Uh, or the Tyler Breeze to there my we Fandango. Go. There we go. Marianne. <laughs> Marianne, how are you? Actually, I could be either one. Yeah, it's fine. It's interchangeable. I'm good. Um, 27. Yes, ha- I should have said the birthday girl. I apologize. Yeah. Happy birthday. My, my birthday was Monday. Such a shitty day to have your birthday, man. Yeah. 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 You're right. But it was a great birthday weekend. I went to Universal and I went to PWG and yeah. it was fucking great. The old P-dubs. Um, I gave Trent a gift. I gave him my Batman flashlight. Oh, cool. Because he loves Batman. And he was like, why is it really your birthday? I was like, Monday. And he's like, doesn't count, man. Doesn't count. And I was like, shut up, Greg. Damn. Your name's Greg. (laughs) (laughs) That is indeed his name. But yeah, it was Monday. Not a good day to have your birthday because Raw was just absolute shit show. Yeah, Raw was... um, Raw was pretty pretty not good. PWG was great. And do you want to talk about PWG? Yeah, I have a recap on it. First of all, it did start on time. That's insane. John doesn't believe me, but it started on time. Also, uh, both of us got... Uh, tickets to the next PWG show, Game <laughs> Over, to which yeah. I will be listening to NSYNC's Game Over First of a all, lot that weekend. Um, Don't I'm, even. I'm now two for two on purchasing PWG tickets, so if anyone would like to fight me, I come and I welcome the challenge to a fight. I would like to see this because everyone will fucking fight you. My name is Finley, and I love to fight. <sighs> um, no, I'm excited to be returning to Sunny Reseda. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't even say it with a straight. It, w- face. it was a it was a really in and out like quick show. Like I got there, like I don't know. I drove that morning and got there. Stayed at a hotel with um, our friend Keith. Um, got ready and then went there. We got there at like four or five. We were there for like twenty minutes and they started letting people in. It was fucking great. That's insane and like I to had me. to run back to Keith's car to put my pizza, my cold pizza, in the car, and I came back. And he was already almost at the front door. And I went, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're already, like, right inside the door. <laughs> but it was really good. Um, and the opening match was Brian Cage and Keith Lee with uh, surprise, surprise, Sammy Callahan. Oh. Because uh, Sammy Callahan was scheduled business to wrestle. Business casual Sammy Callahan? Yes. My favorite Sammy Callahan? <laughs> yes, business cash. Um, uh, uh he was supposed to wrestle Adam Cole, but Adam Cole got the bump on his head removed, so he had stitches and couldn't wrestle. He was there, but he didn't want to fuck up the stitches, oh, so he sucks. couldn't wrestle. 
Um, so Sammy Callahan was told that he could insert himself into any match he wanted. That's so funny. And he chose the first match, which it was a great match. Obviously, Keith Lee is super nice guy. Fucking great. Just giant dudes. Just giant dudes flippy, each other flipping up. around and stuff. Like, apparently that match, though, was the exact same match that they put on a week beforehand somewhere else. Oh. Though. Yeah. But it didn't stop her from being like a totally fucking phenomenal. But um, next was uh, Chosen Bros versus Bootleg Sami Zayn and his brother Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ohio is full kilos. Um, the Chris brothers, um, in which Chosen Bros, it was uh, Dave Chris was put into the bro mission and tapped out. Excellent. Um, Leo Rush beat Trevor Lee. Yes. With a counter small package. Nice. Um, That was crazy. There were parts of that match. You could see it in the preview video, but where I legit thought he died. Like you can <laughs> see exactly which parts I'm talking about in the preview video. Like it's insane. I can't believe they put that particular part in it. Like I showed it to my mom and she went, oh my God, is he okay? Like he legitimately looks like he gets cracked in half. Like Trevor Lee, like, yeah, destroyed him. But after that was uh, Shane Strickland and Desmond Xavier. Um, I spent most of during this match in line for the bathroom. Oh. But apparently Strickland won with a Cuerno Shane killer. Shane Strickland is great. He was fucking great. He and came so out. And so is Desmond Xavier. It was, it was, I did see well, part I mean, of it. When you got, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. It was apparently, it was also really similar to a match I had done at CZW. Uh, like a few months ago yeah, right. but it was really good um there was only two ma- matches after intermission because the sammy callahan one got swiped but the next one was do you have the button ready john no i actually don't jesus christ what Get is wrong with together me? yeah i told you this week has just been i i was looking at the card to see if i was going to get to see leo rush wrestle live and confirmed i will um my goodness i'm so sorry <laughs> I've been up since six forty. Yeah, John a recorded a podcast hella early this morning. It was just I was talking so to unreal. someone over the across the pond, if you will. It's so unreal. All right, I'm ready now. Um, but yeah, there was only two matches after intermission, but the next one was uh, they came out to fucking proclaimers. I would walk five hundred miles. <laughs> yes, it was so funny, and it was best friends Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. And Trent, um, who I guess could also be on the list. Giant meat tits Trent. But, um, you just made the list. Uh, Chuck Taylor. You just made the uh, list. I'm done with it. So fucking hot. That's about um, it. Versus Marty Skrull and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Hell. This match was super good. Yeah. It was like the perfect amount of comedy and actual seriousness. Like Dustin, we get the hot tags. Yeah. And or Dustin, we get the hot tags, and he would just like lay them out. It was it was really good because the the teamwork was they would try and the uh, uh, Skrull and Saber would try and isolate Trent from Chuck. Yeah, obviously. And there was a part where like Chuck like chased uh, Skrull backstage, and um, Trent ended up winning with a dude buster. Nice. Uh, yeah, beat him. There was a couple points in that match where you thought they were going to tap out. Where it was like both of them were in submissions. Yeah. But um, Dustin came out afterwards and was like, did you win to him after he won? <laughs> He's like, Trent, That's did funny. you win? <laughs> like, oh it was God. hilarious. But afterwards, uh, Saber and Skrull put uh, Chuck through a bunch of chairs. 
Uh, Skrull was like on his villainous role and he got Zack Sabre Jr. to get back in the ring, albeit hesitantly. Zack did not want to do this. Mm, Interesting. Um, Yeah, very interesting. But the match for Game Over is going to be Marty Skrull versus Dustin! Um, Yeah. But yeah, it was... a street fight. Yeah, it it was very, very good. He said, receipt a street fight, and it went, the neighbors are going to fucking hate us. They already hate us. This is confirmed. Yes. That's going to be great. Like, already seeing him. Well, he's hardcore match Dustin. Yeah. So. Uh, death match Dustin. Death match Dustin. Um, the match after that, obviously, was the main event. It was Ray Phoenix and Penta El Cero um, against uh Seidel and Ricochet and the Young Bucks and this was for the tag titles. Yeah. This match was fucking bogus. There was flippies all over the place. <laughs> fucking Ricochet hit one of the light fixtures. Oh damn. He did a like his okay. I think it was a moonsault. I believe it was a moonsault, but it was like a moonsault to the fucking moon. Like he hit wow. the fucking he fixture. He actually hit the moon. Well, um uh fucking one of the PWG shows um Drake Younger actually broke the light fixture, I think. Um, wow. Yeah, I think it was his last show. But everyone was taking fucking insane-ass bumps. <laughs> uh, Phoenix and Pentagon ended up winning. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is crazy. super exciting because... And very cool for my them. My thing is I'm forever booing the Young Bucks. <laughs> but um, they won with a pile driver canadian Destroyer combo. Damn. To which the Young Bucks, though, were like chilling, wiped out on the outside of the ring for like the last five minutes of the match. Oh, they didn't pin They got them. wiped. No, they got wiped the fuck. They, uh, well, what ha- it was on Ricochet. Ah. Uh. Um, but they were just chilling literally all the, remember, okay, remember where we were sitting during yeah. Bola over on the corner by yeah. the bar area? Over there, all the chairs just fucking everywhere. Lying on the ground, just almost out. Like they couldn't even stand up and there was this, what everyone called her, the abuelita. She was like, she's like, pinching match cheeks and she's like she was like come on you can do it she's like trying to help him up and she was like get up you can do it it was hilariously adorable and she was like (laughs) it was you could tell he was like he actually in the pictures he's straight up laughing (laughs) like he can't even (laughs) handle it she was like you're so adorable come on get up it was the funniest fucking holy shit but they ended up losing the belts and then um uh phoenix did like his acceptance speech thing and the fucking legion larry came out and was like um i like you guys you guys uh what did he say he straight up went into business for himself like somebody gave him a mic and you could see fucking excalibur like going what are you doing like staring at the thing like doing the the gesture like the quit it gesture and then he was like give the titles back to the young bucks or you guys know there's going to be no more shows at the american legion hall until you guys clean up and pay me money because people were throwing money into the ring oh and he was God. just like and Excalibur was like what the fuck is going on oh like, my God. it was so bizarre Legion Larry going into business Legion Larry did not check my bag this time though but I didn't need to sneak food in anyway huh. but still I almost got hit with a chair that was during really? the, the, uh, the best friends match um, that was a great one there's a lot of uh, pictures of me looking like an absolute fucking fool you no during that match i was like why is no one else as excited as me to have this great of a view of chuck taylor's ass i am so excited i love him (laughs) i got one of their shirts you did but it's a i got i got a medium because someone else took the last small 
Those, and I was like, I'll cut it. Those bastards. I was like, I'll cut it and make it work. It's how, fine. How dare they? I like. I went to go give the money to Trent. I was like, who do I give the money to? You or Dustin? And he was like, oh, God, I don't handle money. You give that to Dustin. He does all of that. And I'm like, he would. He freaking would not be able to handle your money. But yeah, um, going from cool. really good shows into really terrible shows. All right. So here we go. We're going to start talking about Monday Night Raw. And what I'm going to say is I didn't take any notes on anything, and the only thing I watched this week was Monday Night Raw. And oh my god! I don't remember anything that happened. I do remember that the main event was Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns, which we haven't seen before, and we've already seen that. I also remember there was an Austin Aries Tony Nese match, and we had recently just seen that as well. I also remember there was a match that was supposed to punish Cesaro and Sheamus. For whatever reason, but then it ended up, it was a four-on-two handicap match, right? Yeah, but Cesaro counts as like two people, dude. So it was a five-on-two handicap match. Speak- no, I'm sorry, four-on-three, four and it didn't even, I don't know, it was just... Speaking of Cesaro, though, Dan sent me, other than the really shitty birthday card he posted on Facebook that he photoshopped Baron Corbin into it, and it just said, happy birthday on my birthday. Big banter. It fucking sucked. But he That's posted he posted ever. a picture of Cesaro with a bunch of balloons, and I got real happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard that Jericho was funny as fuck, which is good, continuing his responsibility oh, of you know what? almost the- single-handedly... Keeping Raw alive. The opening, Jer- the Jericho opening was fantastic. I thought he did a very good job. Well, he's on fire. Jericho and Cesaro are like the two saving graces keeping Raw from being a full-blown F show. <laughs> um, I thought the Samoa Joe-Sammy Zayn match was pretty good. And actually, Jericho didn't open the show. The opening of the show was the Mick Foley firing yeah. Which is, uh, I'm just so sick of, I think I was just really burnt out, guys. Like, I know I complained about people complaining about the, you end, complaining? the finish. Don't steal my fucking bit. <laughs> I know I complained about people complaining about WWE, but I mean, this Raw, like, I can't even, I can't, I could not even, you guys. Could you try? I tried to even, and I just couldn't. Like how I stole your bit again. Yeah, you're just stealing my fuck. You know what happens, Mary? <laughs> this should have so happened because you're, I was trying. You're, you're already on the list. Why? Be- for stealing my gimmick. So again? technically, Wait, you're already Wait, when did on I steal it. it before? I can't remember. That was weeks ago. God damn it. Oh, yeah, we didn't even record last week. I yeah. forgot about that. Sorry, everyone. Fucking hell. I remembered. I wish I could remember what put me on the list. 14 minutes into well, this podcast, I remembered that we didn't I'm record I'm hella pissed off week. now. Well, I shouldn't be on the list anyways now because I was trying to. And if you're trying to be on the list, you shouldn't and be on the list. And I don't have a list. pen either way, either way. So, oh, um, yes, I do. It's right here. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, but John only watched fucking Raw. I watched SmackDown. So Raw was a shit show. I didn't really care, and that's about it. So whatever you want to say about SmackDown, go so for it. SmackDown opened with um, AJ Styles talking with oh, Daniel Bryan. Now I remember why I didn't watch SmackDown. Um, on and how Daniel Bryan just puts over Shane real hard. Yeah, he was like he's not like any of the McMahon. Like, he's not like any of the McMahons in the family. Like, you don't realize how lucky you are kind of thing. And I was like, you know why? He's the people's McMahon. Shane True. McMahon. People's McMahon. Shane McMahon. 2020. Um, he did, like, AJ came out and did, like, a meh in-ring promo, you know, like, AJ style. But um, 
Then it went to another backstage segment with Daniel Bryan and Big Breakfast. Big old breakfast, huh? Good for him. And he was segment. like, it's my lucky day. I put Dean Ambrose out and we haven't seen him in a while. Derp, derp, derp. I'm going to go butt at, cas- at casinos and win tons of money. Derp, derp, derp. Did he say that? Yeah. He was like, he was I'm going to go with casinos? my... He's like, with my luck, I'm going to go to casinos and win a ton of money. And then Daniel... Br- Did I was, he? First of all, I went, dude, luck, you have a shitty Friday the 13th tattoo and oh, also man. 13 on your back pocket. That's the unluckiest number you fucking dumb dumb. Wow. Um, he got those tattoos for free. Well, you don't get those for free. You get them you for get extra them cheap. For extra cheap. Um, but fucking Daniel Bryan was like, uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. No. I'm putting you in match with Randy Orton because you haven't wrestled him before. And I went, <laughs> remember when we forgot Randy Orton was good? <laughs> How was that match? Was it good? I'll, I'll get to it after. Like, I, it's uh, a couple later. But, um... Afterwards was a tag team match, which is the reason why I made sure to watch SmackDown with the new Nasty Usos versus American Alpha. Fucking great match. Yeah. You know, uh, it was great. I've asked for this match for a while and we finally got it and I didn't watch it, but apparently it was very good. It was very good. They came out one Uso with a backwards hat, one with a forwards hat. Still couldn't tell them apart. Oh, man. And um, they, didn't they have what did their shirt say? First day ish, yeah. Dude, so I fucking love new nasty usos. They new nasty usos best. remind me so much of New Day. Like their their level of charisma and realness is just like I'll get I'll get to it later when I talk about talking smack. But um, basically, what happened with the AJ's opening promo is that he said he was going to wait for Dad Shane in the lot because the the ultimatum was he's either going to get fi- it was he's thinks he's going to get fired or who he's going to f- if, or if he's even going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, so legit, AJ spends basically all of SmackDown in the parking lot waiting <laughs> for Shane hanging McMahon. out. Yeah, and um, next was the well, there was a Luke Harper with his lights and okay, stuff. Okay, is Luke Harper new black shirt, Luke Harper? I didn't notice because it was dark. <laughs> Damn it. Have you seen his... He's, he c- cut a killer he got a promo. New, he got a new shirt. Are you talking about the, the with the sparkly blazer, which I thought was fucking no, great? Not that. Dude, but that is also amazing. Luke Harper, I said it later. Where is it? This he is reminds me... Shut up. I write really big. But he's starting Luke Harper. Like, they show promo pictures of Luke Harper matches because you know how he's going against Bray Wyatt next yes. week. He's starting to look more and more like that old man with a beard poem by Edward Lear. What a reference. Do you know which poem I'm talking no. about? It's like, you know how Edward Lear is like, there once was a man from Nantucket. Like, yeah. one of ones that are like that. And there's an old man one that's like, how does it go? It's like, there was an old man with a beard. Oh, wait. Okay. There was an old man with a beard who said it was just as I feared. Um, What's the Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren have all made nests in my beard. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember because I have the book and yeah, I looked at it and I was like, why does it just the picture that goes with it is just a guy with a really big beard with a bunch of birds in it. (laughs) But (laughs) it just reminded me of Luke Harper. But um, next was the big breakfast and Randy Orton match. Breakfast? Double majored in sociology and psychology in college. It said that in his superstar bio thing. And I went, no wonder he hates everything. With a major like that? Shit. But um, So now you understand Big Breakfast is what you're telling me. No. Oh. Um, (laughs) It showed at the beginning of that match a crazy recap of cult leader Bray. But it was like Bray like covering himself in 
dead person dust where he just like took the ashes of sister abigail and like rubbed it all over his face it was like the most bizarre thing but um it showed yeah it was a big breakfast do you think okay first of all do you think big breakfast has a wallet chain oh absolutely i was gonna say don't answer that of course he does but um he sure gave that cardboard cutout of randy orton a beating because at first he was very much in charge of that match but um it was actually pretty good yeah you heard me huh huh but um Baron Corbin loves to slide out of the ring and get back in the ring again. Like, he literally will slide out one side of the post and then jump back in the other side for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Just, like, sliding around the world with Baron Corbin. Um, But they always say, like... Sorry, I, like, backed away from the mic. They always say, you know how, like, when Randy Orton, like, will lay someone out and then they say, oh, and he's about to go to that place. And when I say they, I mean JPL. (laughs) But... Where he was like, he's going to go to that place. Here's voices inside his head. Oh, like, God. for once, I just want him because he'll like lay someone out and then walk around. I just want him to just do that and then do like a, a standing shooting star press out of nowhere. That would be the funniest fucking thing in the world to me. Where he's like, oh, you think I'm going to do that pound on the ground thing? Psych shooting star press. Oh, my God. But it was at this point in the match where he's like walking around going to do something. And I look in the audience. Nobody's looking at the ring. And I went, well, something's going to happen. Nobody was looking. And I was like waiting for somebody to run out or whatever. And I guess what was happening was Dean was like raising himself up in a forklift next to the fucking ramp. Oh, my God. And everyone's all staring for like a like a full 10 or 15 seconds before he even starts talking. It was like the funniest thing. Oh, my God. But Dean Ambrose, fucking, you think you destroyed him with that forklift? Nuh-uh. He tamed that forklift. He rules that forklift Dean kingdom. Dean Ambrose, forklift whisperer. Joke's on you, you jackass. But... <laughs> I do not want to see Dean drop that title of Big Breakfast. <laughs> that is like, oh if there's one outcome I care about at WrestleMania, it's that one. I'll be fucking pissed. I know. And we we might have to, I might just have to, you might have to just watch that in behind a closed door. Yeah. Because it might just be too much for the rest of everyone else. No, I'll scream. I know, but I don't want you Dean, to. Dean gets in there. Well, first of all, he distracts Baron Corbin, and Baron Corbin gets RKO'd to fucking hell. (laughs) And then Dean gets in and was like, oh, so you want this? Well, fucking, you do not know what you're getting into, but fine. And then he he picks him up and dirty deeds him. So this is basically Baron Corbin getting the shit kicked out of him. That's terrible. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch it now. After, like, so after the match, it was Randy Orton talking to Renee, or I believe it was Renee. She didn't fuck up, so it was probably Renee. Um, Damn. And he's straight up. <laughs> She's interviewing him and he's talking about Bray. And he's like, Bray, I know you're here. And he goes, Bray, yo, Bray, where you at? Is straight up what he said. Yo, Bray, where you at? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the lights went out and like Renee disappeared. And then he appeared in like a room full of Eric Rowan's. <laughs> Like there was like, oh was Eric Rowan there, was, there? No, he wasn't. Which is oh. like fucking hilarious that they would have a bunch of Eric Rowans and then not even pay Eric Rowan <laughs> to be there. Even all of these fake Eric Rowans are getting more more work Poor than regular, regular Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. <laughs> it was just everybody's dressed like Eric Rowan. But and then Bray comes out of nowhere and he's got this stick with like like a circ. It looked like a metal detector, but like a straight stick like right. that or one of those um. 
those Velcro paddles that you catch tennis balls on. Do you know which toy I'm talking about? Yes. It's like a paddle that you have on your hand and you catch tennis. That's what it looked like. And it had like a big red X and he's doing like this weird exorcism thing on Randy Orton. It was, oh the mo- it was so fucking weird. But um, yeah, it looked like you catch tennis balls on it. But huh. it was really weird. <laughs> and it was just Randy like struggling against all the Eric Rowans. I was waiting for the real Eric Rowan to show up, but he never did. And I was sad. Um, but... After that, it was a Brizongo, Brizongo forever, by the way, um, against John Cena. It was Fandango versus John Cena. Fandango comes out dressed like fashion police. Fucking Tyler Breeze comes out dressed like Nikki Bella. And it was the oh funniest fucking thing. I've seen the pictures of, of all time. He comes out. I, I honestly wrote, I have almost no notes for this. Like it, the visual speaks for itself. But straight up Fandango says, you looking at this tall drink of water? <laughs> Oh my god. About fucking Tyler Breeze. I died. And he goes, This is Breezy Bella. Oh my god. I'm going to call them Fabrizi Bella from now on. Fabrizi Bella. That's pretty good. (laughs) And then John Cena calls out Nikki Bella, and then it was just like a squash match. But it was hysterical because he was like, For wearing jorts in the year 2017, that's a ticket. And they're just throwing tickets at John Cena. And I'm like, you can't really give him a fashion police ticket when he's completely aware that jorts are not cool. He has said it before in ring. Yeah. So, um, Carmella versus Becky Lynch. I don't watch matches involving Natalia, but Natalia interfered, I guess. And then Mickey James interfered, mm-hmm. and then Alexa interfered. Oh, Alexa and it was Bliss, just you say. it for like two seconds, and it was mm. just this giant interfery fest, and it was rather it was pretty. It was just an embarrassment of a what you would call even a match. Wow! But um, I be- was it Natalia or Becky Lynch? I can't remember who was who it was that got up on the turnbuckle or whatever, and then she straight up just like missile drop kicked fucking uh, James Ellsworth because Carmella pushed him in the way. Sick. But uh, Dad Shane came out. Dad Shane got a shiner. I thought you said Dad Kane for like <laughs> no, and you a got second, real sad, and I my brain just started hurting. <laughs> anyway, Dad Shane got a shiner, and first of all, AJ's still waiting in the parking lot for Dad Shane. Wait, how did Dad Shane get in? I don't know. Duped by Dad Shane. But Dad Shane had called Daniel Bryan earlier, and Daniel Bryan's like, you're what? And then he just starts laughing into the phone. So I don't even know how he got in there, but he ended up being in the ring, and AJ's still waiting like a fucking loser in the parking <laughs> lot. And I was like, you got duped by Dad Shane. But have you ever... I don't know why I'm just now noticing this. Dad Shane is all neck. Yeah, he's got Or a all head. Neck. Like, you can't even tell, because they're, like, the same width. But, um... <laughs> He, Renee, has the unfortunate duty of going to AJ and going, uh, Dad Shane is waiting for you in the ring right now, like, in the arena, and AJ's like, what the fuck, looks mad stupid, and then they do this really long, super awkward walk of him walking from the parking lot to the fucking ring. It was forever, like, completely unnecessary. Like, it was really weird, and then Dad Shane's just standing in the ring, just, like, waiting with his fucking shiner, and then... AJ comes out and was like, look, man, I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, is this going to be the duke it out, like, dad fight? Dad and fight it, for sure. it turned out that it was, right? Well, yeah, because Bunny Punch McMahon appeared. I saw that, and I, I immediately, like, I was like, man, I didn't watch SmackDown. And then I saw that video of him punching him, and I went, oh, do you think? Do you think that was his nickname as a kid, Bunny Punch McMahon? Probably. But, like, 
basically he got in he was gonna apologize and then dad shane was like nah and it was a dad fight for the ages <laughs> um the camera shots were fucking sloppy as shit it was almost like everyone was on roller skates or they were getting paid to film it like it was Cloverfield. Wow. Like they were just all over the place. Terrible. And they, like the, the show went off the air as that. And I went, well, talking smack's going to be fucking hilarious. But I already knew it would be because I had seen the gifts of it and yeah. they were brilliant. So I was like, I need to watch this. But it starts off with Daniel Bryan basically laughing. <laughs> He was like, you know what's because at the very at the very end of the night, this is like sloppy as fuck notes. But um, uh, Dad Shane jumps off of the the ring or like I think it was the turnbuckle and lands on AJ. But he jumped like hella far and huh. actually landed on him. And Daniel Bryan starts with, you know what's embarrassing? He's like, I was watching the end of that and watching Shane go, oh, man, I was like, that's kind of far. Like, AJ's a little bit far away. And you could tell he was thinking. And then he jumped and he made it. And I don't think I could jump that far. And that's embarrassing to me. (laughs) (laughs) And Renee was like, actually, yeah, you probably can't. Damn. (laughs) But they're talking about it. He was like, yeah, that's embarrassing because I'm athletic. And he was like, but I don't even think I could make that. (laughs) And he was like secretly mad about it. And like, as this is happening, fucking Dean just wanders into the shot and sits down (laughs) with a mic out of nowhere just to call out Baron Corbin. But he called him. He was like, you big, miserable bastard. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I fucking died. He was like... This ain't no baby's game. Like, you don't know what you're getting into kind of thing. And he just like went on and he just like ranted into it and he leaves. But before he leaves, he says, oh, thanks. You guys are doing a great job. This is my favorite show. And then he awkwardly leaves. It was so funny. And then Daniel Bryan was like, did you hear that? We're his favorite show. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Daniel Bryan and Renee after that, they were like, okay, let's get into this whole Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose thing. Like, um... Does Corbin even know what he's gotten himself into? Like, how nasty this is going to get? They're like, I think he can handle it, but I don't think he realizes how fucking nasty this is going to get. And Daniel Bryan was like, Dean Ambrose bloodied me up like three years ago. I don't think... And he was like, and this is my favorite kind of unpredictable Dean Ambrose. Like, Daniel Bryan was like marking out over this Dean <laughs> Ambrose. But uh, Daniel Bryan, like... They went into this whole thing with because like they showed the end of the Randy Orton thing and then they started talking about Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan I realize is in the same boat as me when it comes to what the fuck is going on with Bray. Yeah. Like we don't know. Like Daniel Bryan was like like did he ever have powers like are they real now like what is going on like I don't think he had any powers to begin with. I don't think he has any now but what if he does and it's just like us confusing ourselves because we don't understand what the fuck is going on. But um the usos came in but you didn't they didn't invite them on you could just hear them making a ton of noise as they walked in the door so it was like super funny and this is the reason why i watched it because it was hilarious like they're the same level of real as the new day like they're so charismatic and so relatable and everything that's coming out of their mouth is like natural sounding yeah and that's when they're like legit they're having fun and they're being fucking hilarious like they're legitimately hilarious but they start referring to like they say like oh we just won the tag titles we want to match at mania and daniel bryan's like wait what is going on and they were like well these belts are like a hall pass you know what a hall pass is right and then they were like you look confused and so they straight up launched into describing what a hall pass is to daniel bryan and they were like, you ever raise your hand in class because you have to pee? 
And then they went off on this whole tangent story where you're like, teacher, I have to go to the bathroom. And then you go out to go to the bathroom, but you don't really have to go to the bathroom. And really, you just walk past your friend's homeroom and you're like, what's up, boo? Like in the door. And then the teacher is like, a teacher catches you in the hall and was like, hey, you go to the principal's office. Then you go, nope, hall pass. That's what these belts are. And that was like the end of the story. Wow. It was so fucking funny. And they dropped a Bullet Club reference because they were saying how they wanted to have an opponent. Daniel Bryan's like, I'm so down for this. Like, who do you want as your opponent? And they just started saying how they're like, we should just put the red belts versus the blue belts and then make them purple belts. And they're like going off like fucking nuts. Like, you need to watch it. It's so funny. I'll check it out. But they start brainstorming rap groups because they put Dan- they put a hat on Daniel Bryan and he's like hella white and they're like, man, you're so cool. You grow your own food and all, like, all these things. <laughs> and Daniel, they were like, let's call us like Beetlejuice-os or something. And oh then Daniel God. Bryan's, let's call us the Sweet Beats. And they're like, okay, give me the hat back. And then they get up and leave. And he was like, but beets are delicious. And in like the most Daniel Bryan way ever. It was just, it was funny. I didn't finish watching the rest of it because I wanted to get here. But it was, I watched it mainly for that. It was so fucking hysterical. Like, you need to watch it. I will watch it. So, the rest of the show is just questions. Perfect. Are you ready for these? Boyfect. We're going we're gonna to sweep through some of these, and then we're going to have a um, friend of the show, Courtney, call us and oh, ask God. She's She has like four or five questions, and they're pretty good. All right, so Kevin asks, why am I so depressed? <laughs> Kevin, I don't know. I'm going to say, Kevin, I don't know, but... and this It's because he doesn't hang out with us. This is a shoot, Kevin. If you ever need to talk, I'm always here. <laughs> he needs to be on this show. Kevin also asks, do you like evil Usos more than the face Usos? And yes. And 100% yes. Evil Usos are my new favorite thing. They're just amazing. Evil they're Usos, so new nasty Usos are like so good that they're almost faces. Yes, Exactly. I 100% agree. Like, reinvented. They're fucking great. Like, they're just so good. They were so over with the crowd, too, during their match, also. The crowd <laughs> fucking loved them. It was great. I was like, man, this is great. Uh, Jaren asks, do you think Braun Strowman's Tinder messages are just him sending gifts of himself yelling, then following with the caption, Braun? <laughs> I think he he would probably get some positive reaction from that i feel right i don't even know how to answer that question well i don't um holland asks your opinions the undertaker's worst opponent ever and why i like that you put himself (laughs) because that's legitimately a thing that happened (laughs) jaron posted a picture of it actually that could be his worst opponent or i would say um oh my god i can't remember what they called him in uh in it was Ellie Gante in uh, WCW. I can't remember. Giant Gonzalez is probably his other worst opponent. Or probably the Great Collie. But mainly I feel just like the Great Collie is everyone's worst opponent. And then Mel, Mel messaged the lyrics to uh, Lit's My Own Worst Enemy. <laughs> Do you think that Lit now has a new popularity because of the word Lit being used by the children? If anything, it has the opposite effect. Oh, okay. Brian asks, will the ROH buyout rescue both tag divisions, or will it not matter since WWE hates tag teams? Uh, Brian, I'm not sure if I agree with you on the WWE hating tag teams. Yeah, because I feel like the tag teams are like what is making it lately. I feel like if you had any legitimate argument, 
it would be the raw tag teams, but even that seems to be a little re because they don't know what the rejuvenated. Um, I don't think the ROH buyout will rescue anything except the tape library that WWE will be putting on their network. Dalton Castle on the WWE network. Kyle and I were talking about this, and we didn't know like they'd buy the tape library and then they'd buy everything else. I would assume the whole company, so they would get the contracts. So we we don't know what's going on with that. And honestly, I haven't really been keeping up. So maybe something happened and I just don't know. Kevin, what would your entrance music be and describe the pyro and timing of it? LOL. Is this Kevin Francisco that asked yes. us? Um, special by Garbage. And I don't think I would have pyro. So I'm going to try and find this because I think this would be a fun segment for this show. I have a binder somewhere. That has all of my EFED promos. Yes, you heard it here first. I was in many an EFED or creative writing if you really want to just get into it. Did you do NaNoWriMo? I don't know what the fuck that is. What? I don't even remember what NaNoWriMo stands for, but it was a thing that we had to do in school. No, but I didn't do that. My wrestler's name was Nomad, capital N, and then a capital D at the end. Uh, his finisher was the Elevator. Which is funny because you're a mad person. <laughs> True. Finisher was the Elevator, and I can't remember what his theme song was. I went through a couple of theme songs. You know what it was? It was Burning Inside by Burton C. Bell and um, Static X. So that would probably be my song, but I'd probably change it to something else now. But there you go. I feel like I feel like my, my entrance would either be special by Garbage, um, Hard Out Here by Lily Allen, or fucking... Rat-a-tat by Fall Out Boy and Courtney Love. <laughs> wow. I don't go. know. I don't know. I have like on on Spotify, I have music that I think would make good entrance music. But I feel like Special by Garbage would is like my song. That was like, like that song defined my music taste as a child. So that's a good question. Yeah, that was. Jim asks, there are 12 matches currently on the WrestleMania cards. Uh, what do you, which ones do you put on? He says, number one on the pre-show. Well... Um, I I don't know what you put on the pre-show. There's so many matches, and we haven't even really got... I'll tell you, opening the main show, which is your second one, it's going to be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I would assume so. Or that will be on the pre-show. Mojo Raleigh. Uh, closing the show, that it'll be Goldberg and Lesnar. If it's not, I would be... I would frankly be shocked. <laughs> If that doesn't close the show. He also asks who will have the most epic entrance at WrestleMania. Aside from John Cena, who will run down the ramp the whole way while the cameraman is just lugging a camera behind him. That's um, really good. I'm going to say we'll probably who will have the most epic entrance. If Baron Corbin doesn't come out on an actual motorcycle. That would be legit for him. Except he probably rides a moped like that one sign set, which is my favorite right. sign ever. I think Bray will have the most epic entrance. Probably. Remember when he had all those kids in sheet masks? Yes. That was horrifying on so many levels. Uh, what WrestleMania match will be the dud of the dozen? <sighs> what? Undertaker Roman? Is that no, what you were looking No. For? I would just say you better not say Dean. No, I think that match is going to be very good. Um, I don't want to say Goldberg Brock, but I feel like that's the easiest one. Yeah. But I, I would probably say, and I would say AJ Shane. That's Sorry, Dad me. Shane. Uh, Jim also asks, who's getting called up in the witch show? Um, Asuka to SmackDown. That's the only thing I can really think of. 
right now. Ty Dillinger to SmackDown 2. Oh my God, SmackDown. That needs to happen. Yeah, Ty Dillinger, I don't feel like he could, I feel like he needs to be on SmackDown. Like, I just could not see him on Raw. Ty Dillinger, just fucking call him up. (sighs) I love him. Uh, Wendell asks, April 9th. Oh God, that's in two weeks. Uh, Shibata Okada, who wins the IWGP (laughs) Heavyweight Championship. Say that five times fast. I'm, I would be absolutely, here's the storyline we're building, Wendell. Okada has been getting the shit kicked out of him ever since Wrestle Kingdom but he still manages to come out on top. He's going to come out on top again, and Kenny Omega is going to steal this motherfucking title from him very soon. There you go. Uh, Jim asks a very long question, but Jim always does his research, and I appreciate that. Um, I and He asks about the New Japan Cup, and Jim, I didn't watch one second of New Japan Cup. I'm so far behind on everything. I haven't watched the 16-karat gold tournament yet from Germany. I really need to watch that. I'm super far behind on the programs, and I'm kind of upset about it. Um, does Fale have a possible New Japan Cup win in his future? I'm going to say yeah. I don't, I don't. They seem hesitant to pull the trigger on him to win any of the tournaments, and I don't know why. He met, you mentioned Giant Bernard and Tensai, who is the same person. Oh my God! It's been third. Bad look, Fale. Well, yeah, he did, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know, Jim. I don't know why they uh, they don't pull the trigger on him. It must be something we're not seeing. And then Kevin asks again, are you sick of these CM Punk chants? Yes. Dude. I'm so... And CM Punk is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I need these fans to get the fuck over it. It's annoying. Rob was in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Way to keep it fucking trashy as usual, Brooklyn. Um, bigger question. Do you believe in fan etiquette? I have friends that cheer the faces and boo the heels in every situation just because they believe they are contributing to the show. Um, I'm confused by that, but also not confused. I don't know I'm how to fi- explain that. I'm fine with people doing that, like doing what the show is telling you to do. Like this person's a bad person and this person's a good person, so I'll cheer for them. I'm fine. I, I feel like you need to have your own think for yourself yeah which is fine but then when you get to think for yourself in the aspect of the show then we get cm punk chance that's true so if you think too much for yourself you become cm punk you become a cm punk chant um i believe in fan etiquette i also believe in large group of fans policing smaller groups of fans um i remember during our raw after mania somebody's a CM Punk chant started and was booed down into submission very quickly, which was great. But I think we also started chanting something extremely inappropriate too. We did. That was very embarrassing. That was humiliating. But to be fair, half of the audience was not even from the area. True. True. Okay. We have some Twitter questions and then we're going to call, hopefully call Courtney or she's been waiting for a little bit. Um, Nick asks, NASA recently discovered seven Earth-like planets in the in some sort of the Trappist One system. Is Togi Makabe good in any of them? <laughs> That's possibly the greatest question we've ever received. And Nick, I'll tell you right now, he's not. He's not good in one single planet. Happy anniversary, Togi Makabe. Stop asking questions. Oh, that was good. 
Ah, that uh, was he, real good. he gives me he gives us a longer question, but I'm we're gonna skip that because I want to get to sorry, here. man. I'll just he'll have to remind me later. Um, Dominic asks, um, did you have any wrestling nightmares or dreams in general? with you being a wrestler like have you ever had a dream of being a wrestler and it was like a dream or a nightmare i've had plenty of nightmares where i'm supposed to like wrestle a match i'm so confused well they have those i don't know like i don't know how to wrestle but i'm apparently a huge star but i have no idea how to wrestle the so i'm togi makami (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding the ones I hear that wrestlers get are ones where they just go out and they're not good or their entrance music hits and they and haven't put ready. their boots on yet. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Like, right. if any, if anything, it'll be like, I'm hella good and then wake up and I'm hella sad because I'm not good. Well, there's well, that. There's that. <laughs> um, Vince asks, I believe this is Vince. Uh, he says, Los, first of all. And I 100% agree with that. Um, which match are you most hyped for next weekend? WrestleMania weekend. Oh, boy. Include NXT. And which one the least? AJ Shane is the one I'm least hyped for. Um, there's so much shit going on next weekend. I'm actually very... The match I'll say I'm hyped for is uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. I think that match is going to steal the goddamn show. Because... Tommy Ann's the best. I wore my Tommy End hat to PWG. I saw. Yee. I love Tommy Ann. He's great. And we, we made it through. I'm, I think we're going to uh, call Courtney here. I'm so excited for these Courtney questions. All right. After uh, many technical difficulties, um, user error, one may say. My bad. Uh, we finally have Courtney on the line. Courtney, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Doing pretty Yay. well. My birthday was Monday. It was garbage. It was was apparently garbage because Monday (laughs) birthdays. Monday birthdays are not the business. Are not the business. Oh, they do suck. Yeah. So we've been taking some questions from um, some people that say they listen to the show. I don't believe them. But but, uh, you sent me a bunch of questions earlier today. And I said, you know what? Just come on and ask us. Since (laughs) Since we just glossed over wrestling this week yes because it was not very good i just tangents about smackdown (laughs) oh god all right do you want me to just go yeah let's do it all right well the first question i know john has an answer for i have a great one (laughs) what wrestling theme song best describes your sex life okay so do you remember andre the giant's (laughs) theme song No, this is good. Do you remember it? I remember it. What was it? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into it. But you have to. He didn't have a theme song. It was complete <laughs> silence. Nailed it. You're such a. <laughs> it was just nothing. It was nothing. Because the there isn't like one. The creepiest thing you could have said. Why? Because <laughs> now I'm just imagining. No, it's just uh, like you said to describe describe my sex life, and there's no song. I know, I know what you're you're getting for a non-existent joke, but in my head, I'm just imagining you like having sex with nothing going on, and it's just really creepy, like a silent movie. Oh my god! And like someone in the corner, like holding a sign that says what you should be saying. <laughs> you know what? This exists in no, Japan. You know what? That's pretty. That's that's accurate. 
There's always a third party in the room just holding signs. I know somebody that in their bedroom behind their shelves, like the shelf setup, they have a giant cardboard cutout of Triple H. Oh, all hail. But it's like angry early 2000s Triple H. Ooh. It's really great and super awkward. Imagine making eye contact with that. I know. He told I mean, me he told right he now. told me that there was a, a girl he was hooking up with that was Swedish and she was like, Why do you have a sweaty man just staring? Like Well, That's I mean the only way you can get off. You can't so fucking weird. You can't see uh but Courtney can see the uh the the picture of Peter Capaldi just yeah, that's staring not as creepy at her. as this one. I also have no, a I have a picture of Misha Collins. And creep that picture hey, of Misha Collins. Give give me it. But upside down, like sneaking into the fucking shot, <laughs> <laughs> and it's staring at me at all times. Oh god! My friend's like, I have an extra one. Do you want it? I was like, Why do you have more than one signed picture of Misha Collins? <laughs> And I was he like, looks like your really nice college professor who tries to teach you about life, like Dead Poet Society style. Yes. Case. But the college professor that you only go to class so you can stare at him the whole time. Exactly. Fix your time, you should call in. It's not tight enough. He's so just he's so stylish in that. Come on. Mm. He's pretty dreamy. He is. Eh. Marianne, song. Um, Come on now. You say that and then all the songs like dropped out of my head. Wow. Like I, I, I put don't... you on the spot. Yeah, dude. Um, Probably. uh, I thought mine was really clever, and then Courtney just made it the most fucked up thing ever. (laughs) That's my job. I don't. Honestly, I can't think of any. Like, they all, like, fall, like, completely fell out of my head, I guess. God. It's okay. I don't know. I'll. I'll, I'll... We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. I think think mine would be. Christians, just close your eyes. <laughs> just, just gotta, you know, sometimes. Oh my god. John's dying. I hate that song. <laughs> it's so bad. Actually, yeah. wait, was the, no, he had a worse song, I feel. Mm, I like the opera one, though. He has a lot of bad songs. Yeah, he does. Because now, nowadays, I'm just used to them not having lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tougher. Well, you could also go with Mark Henry's Somebody's Gonna Get It. <laughs> yes. Which is another classic jam. That is. Yeah. Confirmed John Pingle guy, Mark Henry. Watch mine's like just the big show. <laughs> um, oh my God, the big show. Wow. No, I'm just going to answer Putting with that one. Over big hard show. Over here. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, time to play the game would be a good one too. Oh, that's a good one. But I still think mine stands. It's just <laughs> now I'm never gonna think about anything else when I hear it, or when I see Andre the Giant. <laughs> Your just Princess Bride music. is just completely ruined for you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Anybody hey, want John. a peanut? <laughs> Welp. I hate you. I'm so sorry. Is, do you think anybody's sex life their song is Ryback's theme? Oh my god. I hope so. It's his. No. It's him. If that's his theme song, he just hit, he just hits play. <laughs> Feed me more. What about the arm wait, thing. You could, I could go with uh, Jimmy Havoc's I hope you suffer. Okay. I fucking love that song. I think that is a uh, great a great theme song to have. Oh yeah. Entrance music theme song, whatever. All right. Next question, please. 
Okay, this is the one that's specifically for Marianne. Okay. Okay. As you guys know, my young adult fiction novel casts Mark Andrews as the good guy and Pete Dunne as the bad boy. Yes. But now I'm asking you to to cast Trent, Tyler, and Eddie Dennis in their respective roles. Oh, man. (laughs) She's very excited. Wait, are you talking Trent Beretta? Yeah. No, no, Trent Seven. Oh, Oh, God. Her strong style. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I mean, feel I feel like Trent Seven. I feel like Trent Seven would be like the Bill Weasley type. Mm, okay. You see I what I mean? I totally get you. Yeah, like the like the like the there is super cool there for like advice. I don't know. I just feel like he would be the Bill Weasley type. Um, yeah, like too cool for everybody. Really. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I I'm mean, automatically I'm thinking in terms. Of, I'm thinking in terms of Harry Potter. Like that's how I put together stories. Like the characters. I'm like, okay, what kind of character would this? Okay, the only equivalent I could think of is a Ron Weasley. I don't know. Like that's the way I go. Um, Tyler. Well, he's a babby. Yeah, he, so, is. So he, he is. would be a babby character for sure. A babby? Would he be like someone's kid brother? Is that what yeah, you're probably say, like, someone's younger brother. Apparently, I'm hopping in here. Yeah, kid, kid, <laughs> kid brother Tyler Bate. <laughs> but he hangs out with all the older kids because he made varsity football. Yes, or something. somehow yes! by some miracle. Yes, yes and that's yeah. the only reason because he made it. He made the team hella young. <laughs> and then you got Eddie, yeah. Yeah, who's Mark's partner most of the time? So like, it's a very tall gentleman. So are we putting like Pete Dunn's like Draco Malfoy and Mark Andrews is like? Would that would that make Eddie Ron Weasley? It might. We can make. I mean, we can do oh, whatever yeah. we want, Marianne. Yeah, but then that would imply that I like Harry Potter because I love Mark Andrews. I don't love Harry Potter. I love oh, Draco no. Malfoy, oh, but oh. I do That's love true. Pete Dunne. That's true. You know, who doesn't? True. Oh. Anybody babe. doesn't have eyes, babe. Yeah, uh, yeah. total babe. But uh, yeah, total kid brother. I don't know. That's a really tough question because I, I automatically I'm saying I just put it in terms of Harry Potter. That's like the only storyboard types I know. All right. I'm a terrible I, writer. I see, I see Eddie Dennis as being like a Neville Longbottom figure. Yeah, like Noam like Dar. He kind of just messes up, but everybody loves him anyway. It can't, yeah. it can't just be me that thinks that Noam Dar looks like Matthew Lewis, right? No, he totally does. Okay, cool. I'm totally with you. And Noam Dar, when they were doing the Cruiserweight Classic thing where they have like the, um, where they're all dressed up super nice, he totally looked like Neville Longbottom, like Yule Ball era. And I was oh, dying. Gosh. I was laughing so hard. So we've just been calling him Noam Longbottom. I love that boy. <laughs> well, he likes Oasis, so I love him too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have? Yeah, you got another. You got another. Yeah, I've got five. You got five here. I, I did, you said you needed the bunch, so I, I just did. wrote a bunch. Dude, no, bunch, man. Bring it. All right. So question three: You're getting married to whoever whoever you choose, but your wedding has to follow the pattern of a famous wrestling wedding. Which do you pick? <laughs> okay. Well, I do not pick. The Macho Man uh, Elizabeth don't, wedding. Don't feel like getting bitten by a snake. Yes. Oh my God! When I was a child, that was just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why is this happening? So right. not. I that kind one. of, I kind of want that one, and then I'll marry Dustin, and he'll freak the fuck out because he's scared of snakes. Wow. <laughs> so he would be the miss. You would be bitten by the snake, and yeah. he would I'll be Miss Elizabeth. I'll take a snake bite for Dustin. I'll take a snake bite okay. for Dustin. But then again, Tim Don said he would marry me, but it would have to be in a wrestling ring. So I feel like I should probably go along that somehow. <laughs> so but that's like a, a that would. I don't know. Be I like, can't. I can't think of any examples of wrestling weddings. See, because they always go bad. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> like all of I my think, relationships. Wow. Exactly. 
If I had to pick one, I think I'd go with Brian and AJ because she got to like make oh, the best turn ever and just tell him to go yes. fuck himself at the end. That's which good. Is my dream. That was yeah. good. That's what I would do, but with Tim Donson, I'd be like, you forgot my birthday. I'm leaving you. Wow. See? Heavy shots. I don't it know. It could go from a rom com to like a feminist driven film yes. halfway through. It goes from like uh like how to whatever, how to change a guy in ten days or whatever into like first wives club. <laughs> yes. And that's that's my dream film. I don't think I could so. ever do that because I depend way too much on boys. Fact. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this now? <laughs> it's not do you me and talk Marianne about- running shit. It's you- gonna be sex and junk tech. with Courtney and Marianne. Like, literally, the title is Sex and Junk. That's fine. <laughs> I really like this. You have a pl- you have a platform for that here at, N- here at NOTLG. I hate sexualizing wrestlers, but you bring up Chuck Taylor, no, and my mind don't. just goes... <laughs> no, I don't. I feel bad because I don't want it to seem like that's the only reason I watch. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah, but yeah, Chuck Taylor's so nice to look at. Courtney, did you see that tweet I did of me, the picture of me where I blew it up and it's me, like, cheering? Oh, we did see that. All of the pictures during that match are of me basically doing the same thing. Uh, that does not surprise The video the footage is going to be horrible. Keith is just hoping that they cut out the entrance. Because you know how they, like, they cut out the entrance part when they come out yeah. for the videos? Yeah. He's like, I'm really hoping that they don't include the Shane Strickland because I'm straight up dancing to fucking shock a god. Keith's a dancer. He doesn't think he is. He was he like white. He was like white guy dancing to it, and he was yeah. like, "I really hope that they do not have footage of me doing that because I shouldn't have." <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> they probably do. Maybe that'll be on the the DVD menu. Just him <laughs> dancing. Oh, I hope so. That would be brilliant. That'd be great. All right. Let's let, next question here. All right. Number four was. Oh, these are the last two are like serious wrestling questions. We got the fun stuff out of the way. Fun stuff. Uh, so the fourth one is: If you take all the champions from all the different promotions, who would you like to see wrestle who? Ooh. Oh boy, that is a good question. No, I'm just overloaded with champions. Yeah, yeah. and I like I had to sit and think about it for a while. You know what? I would. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Tetsuya Naito versus Dean Ambrose. Okay. I would fucking die. I think that would just be them trying to outcool each other. <laughs> Without doing anything at all. Yes. That sounds brilliant. I think that would be like fun. trying to trying to outcool each other with the least amount of effort. Yes. I like that idea. Um, I love that. That'd be fucking great. I think on that note too, I'd like to see Naito versus Marty Skrull. Oh my god. I just want to watch Naito wrestle like everyone. Everyone. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I also um, want to see if we can do any promotion and any belt. I want to see Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle himself in three different times. (laughs) Zacky three belts versus Zacky three belts versus Zacky three belts and just have like a weird mind explosion of too many Zacks wrestling each other. But they're in all different colors like you're playing Street Fighter. Sounds like a dream you might have had. Dude. I mean, I'm not saying. I think you tweeted a while ago a picture of Zack Sabre Jr. wrestling Chuck Taylor, and you were like, my aesthetic. (laughs) And I went, this is so true. But yeah, I know exactly what, that's the PWG match that Zack 
Kenny and Chuck Taylor in the same match. That's I would my mind. My favorite. My mind's yeah. ex- oh, I could just watch Dustin. But um, it just reminds me of John when I remember when John Cena had a bunch of belts, and I remember every time they played his music, uh, John was like, oh, I, I have, have two belts. I have two belts. Look at my belts. <laughs> two, not one belt. <laughs> We have fun here. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, who I got else would belts. I? Who else would I want to see? I mean, they're not. I don't. Well, they're champ. No, they're not champions anywhere now. The Young Bucks. I I wouldn't have mind seeing the Young <laughs> Bucks times. versus the Usos. I thought that would have been cool, but they're the champs in my heart. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Uso Usos the Young Bucks. New nasty Usos. The new nasty Usos, as we refer to them here. Oh yeah. Yes. I think I would like to see... Well, he's not champion anymore, but it hasn't happened. It's sort of happening. Chikara's fucked up, so who knows? Yes. But I'd like to see... You don't Hall say. Wicked, yeah, right? Hollow <laughs> Wicked and Pentagon Jr. Ooh, man. That would be sick. The the two dudes in wrestling who actually scare me. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be very interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if they added the supernatural elements to it. Yeah, there were their gimmicks or like oh my actual nightmares, but from different or ages. Hello Wicked is like a nightmare you have when you're eight. Yeah, even if you did Pentagon and Ultramantis and give Ultramantis <gasps> his like crazy powers Ooh, and shit, yes. that'd be lit as fuck. I am down. I'm very. I think down. I, I turned to somebody. I turned to Keith during one of the match during one of the massive matches at PWG, where somebody did something, and I went, "Oh my god, this is some eye of tear shit right here." And Keith and I were like dying, but I can't remember what the match was. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Shakara can cross into so many things. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to catch up. How many are there now in the in the? Um, is it Extra six? Season? Yeah, so far it's six. Six, okay. Yeah. I'm three behind. Right now, they have nine listed on the website, but uh-huh. I don't know when the next ones are coming out. Mm. Or if there's only going to be nine. Who the fuck knows? It's quack. Yeah. It's quack. <laughs> and then you say. play like sitcom music. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like shrugging. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. We got one more question here. Yeah. My last question is who is one wrestler who has never released a memoir or a biography that you wish had so you could read it? Even if it's someone current, it doesn't matter. I mean, Marianne, just answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) No! Honestly, I would love to read something that Dean Ambrose has written. Okay. I can't say you know I was going to say Chuck Taylor. That'd be interesting. I but think it would he... just it would just be chapters upon chapters upon chapters of self-deprecation. Do you know what I, I'm just going to I'm what I like about this dynamic is I can only see Courtney and she can only see me. And I just did the biggest gym f- from the office look to her <laughs> when you're like, you knew I was going to say this. And I went. Mm. <laughs> it would honestly just be. Like pay, like chapters of just being self-deprecating as shit. Like, that's all it would be. Oh, Marianne. You know it's true, though. <laughs> I know. I love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I love you too, Courtney. <laughs> I got a couple. Actually, I would not mind reading a book written by Trent. <laughs> How would that even just read? pictures. It would just be pictures and then funny shit where things are spelled wrong and crossed out. Like in Ryan, <laughs> right, like in Ryan Nemeth's book where he yes. was like, something's done in vain. And he went, How do you spell vain, Ryan? Text me back when you know, but also keep this part in your book. Like, he is exactly the way he talks. Like, what a ridiculous That would human. be brilliant. I would totally read that. I would have to say, uh, out of the three, there's three, and I'd love to read a Dean Malenko book. 
Oh, good call. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I would also like to read a... I want to say a Raven one, but he has a podcast now, so I just listen to that, and it's just like his crazy ramblings. And um, Ultimo Dragon. Oh, very good answer. Yes. I love Ultimo Dragon. Now I just want to go watch a Dean Malenko Ultimo Dragon match. <laughs> uh, you should go do my answer, which technically he's already written on a memoir, but it ended at like 2000. So I want a second part of the William Regal story. Oh. Because he his stuff, his book ends before he goes into any of the King of the Rings stuff. Or yeah. Any Courtney, of was how like much do you love William Regal? Listen, Marianne. Oh, no. I don't want, we don't do you know have... how you feel about Dustin? <laughs> no, let's how do I feel about to, Dustin? Let's apply that to William Regal and me, and you'll figure it out pretty quickly. I love how nobody even puts anyone on the same pedestal I put Tim Donst on. Well, I mean... I had, I had asked Keith, I was like, Keith, do you think people take me seriously on Twitter? And he said, yes. And I went, are you kidding me? I try and make them <laughs> as blatantly psychotic as possible. We know. Well, you actually know me. Yeah. But yeah. like that's my that's my gimmick as a fan is just sexual harassment literally every day to Tim Don. Sexual harassment is a serious serious subject, man. I usually just send him gifts of cats being cuddly. Well, that's just cute. That's not like sexual he's harassment. Cute. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, off the off the rails. Oh my god. Well, we had that like 20 minute thing where I didn't have the volume turned up. Nice job. Is that what it was? Oh, my God. Well, and then it wasn't work. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I apologize. Whatever. Um, Courtney, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, no why problem. don't you plug some stuff? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Chicago's C. Rose. And I do a podcast with my friend Jay. Right now, we're watching all of Progress Wrestling. And you can find that at, at Facelock Fems, F-E-M-M-E-S. And you're, what chapter are you guys on right now? I am on 37. So proud of you. I'm so proud. We're, we're kind of just rocketing through. We're, we're covering 37 to 39 this week, but we're watching as much as possible before Mania. So. Yeah. And you will That's be. That's going to be a brain you, fart. You will be. Yeah, at, I'm going to die. You're going to be at Mania. Or, I'm going or to the, Mania, yeah. Are you, you're going to Mania and like every other show, right? I'm going to 13 shows so far. How much did that cost? Too much. A pretty well, or if it's it gonna scar you to think about the, it. I got the Evolve package, oh. thing, the WWN package, so it was like 200 bucks to all of their shows. Wow, and I, then the you... only other shows I'm going to are Janella's and then Actual Mania. But I, I our gonna... Mania tickets are pretty, sh- pretty, they were pretty cheap. I was gonna ask you if you're going to Janella's show. Of that course, I'm just... going to Janella's. I'm going to a cookout at Papa Hale's, and then we're all going to Evolve, and then we're all going to Janella's. Oh my god, I yeah. like. The jealousy I feel right now. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking mess. Side note, very important question. Is Daunt's booked for any shows WrestleMania weekend? Oh. Mm. I have no idea. CZ? Maybe CZW? There's a CZW show. Maybe he's I don't that. know. I'm not, sure. I'm not going to that one. I don't know at all. Well, maybe, maybe he is. If he is, if you do see him, Courtney. Don't do it. I'll tell him to, re- to relinquish the restraining order. That was actually what I was going to tell you to do. <laughs> All right. No, he secretly loves me. Okay. Cor- I tell myself in a mantra before I go to bed every night. Cor- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh um, my God. Are, you, are you counting like rosaries as well as when you do that? 
I have a little thing that says Daunts hanging from the rearview mirror of my car. All right, this is too much information. <laughs> he knows all of this. Well, now we all know it, and I don't know if I wanted to know that. You've seen. Never mind. I know. Never I'm mind. just kidding. Um, we're gonna ha- we'll have you back on after Mania. Okay. So you can, if you're still alive. Yeah, if you're still, please <laughs> still be it. alive. I think there's one there's one night where there's a midnight show and then I have to be up at six a.m. Oh my god! For the next show, so I think I'm sleeping like I might get three hours in, maybe. Yikes! Don't sleep in your makeup. It's the midnight. It's the midnight Beyond show, and then at six a.m. Oh. I have to be up to go to the Access with all the UK guys. Oh jeez! Oh yeah, that's right. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we bought tickets to go to that because I want to see Jimmy Havoc wrestle in a WWE ring. Yeah. Weird as fuck. Shit. That's yeah. so crazy. So now I'm, she's actually, she might not be alive when she comes true. back. True. Oh, no, I, I might, I'm probably going to perish. No, it's fine. Mark Andrews will save you. <gasps> he is the good boy. He is the good boy. He he's an, he's a fine lad. He will he's save the you. angel, angel boy. Why, everybody, I, he's, he is a little angel. I love him. <laughs> I agree. All right, Courtney, thank you so much. And, um, no problem. We'll see you later. Bye, Bye Courtney. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Okay, so that is our show for this week. That was a lot of fun. That was. Those were great good. fucking questions. Those was, was good times. Um, you can. Um, Long story short, Togi Makabe sucks. There you go. That if you if there's one thing you learn about this podcast is that Togi Makabe does indeed suck. And also, Marianne likes Chuck Taylor a lot. Yes. So, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. You can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, huge shout out to Finally North. They do our music. Just finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com buy one of our shirts uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts become a Patreon patreon.com slash NOTLG Chris Brazilian underscore Fury um, is our newest Patreon still and we love him he's a great dude he's a good brother and that's really all I have to say about him I could go on but it's almost 11 o'clock here and I just kind of want to stop talking so uh, join us again next week where oh boy Mania week is upon us, and we're going to, I don't know, hopefully uh, the go-home shows are good, but who are we kidding? They probably won't be. So uh, there's only one thing <laughs> left to do, so Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell!